In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome to episode 85, the final episode of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. My name is Deacon Steve, and I remain a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Phoenix. Yes, you heard correctly. I've decided to make this the final episode of the podcast. I think what sort of convinced me to do so, and I did briefly pray on this, is the decreasing listenership to the podcast. You know, the podcast uh, host shows, you know, kind of a graph of who's listening, and fewer and fewer and fewer people are listening, which tells me that how I'm doing this, what I'm doing, or how I'm doing it just simply isn't helpful. And I know there's a few of you out there who listen, and I appreciate that very much. But it's And it's not even about numbers. It's just about people listening. And if I had five people that were the same five people that listened every week, pretty much, that'd be fine. But when you see it go down and down, it kind of leads me to believe, you know, the old stick a fork in me, I'm done. So... I am done with this podcast. Um, I'll talk more about that in the the outro, but it has been a journey. It has been one that I appreciate, but it must come to an end, and uh, it will be today. I did come to that conclusion, you know, fairly quickly, but in thinking about it and praying on it, it's the right thing to do. It doesn't mean that I am done podcasting. I will go into a process of discernment and figure out sort of what's next. So anyway, enough about the podcast, enough about me. Anyway, in this final episode of Living the Catholic Faith podcast, we will contemplate what it means to be good fruit, to be a fruit that is good for God that serves God, that loves God, that truly is here to make God the center of our lives. What does that look like? And then to really struggle with the question, are we good fruit? Are we bearing the fruit that God is asking us to do? So my brothers and sisters, sit back, relax for this final episode of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. Topic of the week. Our topic this week is fruitfulness. We as followers of Christ are called to be fruitful. Our lives are not about ourselves. We're not here simply to have fun, party, hang out, be with friends, go on vacations. I mean, those things are great. Don't get me wrong. But that is not the mission that we are on. We are called to use the gifts, the talents, what we have been given by the Lord, to serve him in our efforts. And when we do this truly in Christ, what we do will bear good fruit. If we are kind to another human being, truly Christ-filled, that kindness will be extended to that person. That person will feel cared about supported, 
maybe even loved. And that person receiving that gift from us may be able to go out and share that with another person, bearing good fruit. When we raise our children to believe that life is not just about you and that they're here as we're here to serve God, that is why we're here, to love and serve the Lord and one another, simply put. When our children realize that, we have, by our efforts, created God's primarily effort to good fruit. We do not create this good fruit, as I alluded to, by ourselves. We do it in Christ, for Christ, and with Christ. But we are not here in this world to be stagnant, to be meh, to be, eh, you know, it's okay no big deal. We're here to be filled with passion, with fire, with drive, to love and to serve the Lord. That has got to be not just something we do, but something we're on fire to do, something that is our mission to do, and something we live for to do. So my brothers and sisters, let us pray that we will indeed bear good fruit, that we will take the gifts Christ has given us and expand that harvest fivefold, tenfold, a hundredfold, so that when it comes our time to meet the Lord, he will say to each of us, welcome, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your Lord. Breaking open the word. Our gospel this week is from Matthew 21, verses 33 to 43. That is read at Mass for the 27th Sunday of Ordinary Time, cycle A. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, Here's another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again, he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, He will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper times. Jesus said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There once was a farmer who had a large orchard of apple trees. He loved his apples and took good care of them. He watered and pruned them and fertilized them regularly, 
and protected them. One day he noticed that one of his apple trees, though, was not doing well. It had yellow leaves, dry branches, wasn't flowering at all. He tried everything he could and nothing worked. The farmer became frustrated and angry. He thought the tree was useless and a colossal waste of time, so he decided to cut it down and burn it. He took his axe, and as he approached the tree, before he could swing it, he heard from the tree, please don't cut me down. The farmer was startled and looked around, saw no one else in the orchard, and realized that this voice came from the tree. Who are you? The farmer asked. I'm your apple tree. How can you talk? I don't know, but I have something to tell you. What is it? Asked the farmer. Please don't cut me down. Give me one more chance. I know I have not borne any fruit for you, but I can change. I can be better. I can be fruitful. The farmer was surprised by the tree's plea and decided that he would give it one more chance. All right, he said, I'll give you another chance. Well, you have to promise me that you will bear fruit next season. Otherwise, I will cut you down for sure. Thank you, thank you, the tree promised. I will bear fruit next season. So the farmer went on his way. The next day, the farmer came back to check on the tree. He was amazed by what he saw. The tree had grown leaves, had healthy branches and beautiful flowers. It looked like a new tree. The farmer was delighted and praised the tree. What happened to you? The tree said, I don't know, but I think it was your kindness that changed me. You gave me hope and a chance to live. You showed me mercy and grace. You made me want to get better. The farmer smiled and hugged the tree. I'm glad you've changed, he said. You're a good tree. The farmer visited the tree every day. And when harvest season came, the farmer was overjoyed by what he saw. The tree had produced hundreds of, ap hundreds of apples, big, juicy, and sweet, the best apples in the entire orchard. The farmer harvested the apples and thanked the tree. You have kept your promise, the farmer said. You have borne good fruit for me. It's all because of you, the tree said. You gave me life and love. You taught me how to bear good fruit. The farmer and the tree became friends and lived happily ever after. Our first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah is that we hear about a vineyard. And in this vineyard, there are wild grapes, grapes that don't belong there. And the landowner of that vineyard is not happy and will destroy that vineyard and prune it because of those wild grapes. In our second reading from St. Paul to the Philippians, we are called to keep on focusing our lives on doing things that we've learned and received and heard from God to bear good fruit. And in the gospel, the parable of the landowner, who sends various people over and over again to get his produce, to receive the good fruit. And all he gets are dead people until he sends his son and they kill him too. We are called as disciples of Christ to bear good fruit. So the question is, do we? Sometimes the fruit that we have in our lives is self-centered fruit. It's focused on what we want to do, how we want to live, 
It's all about meeting our needs and living life our way. And when we do this, our self-centered fruit indeed is not good because it is in also sort of rotten at the core. It's rotten because it's filled with us, not with anything else. We sometimes bear the fruit of sinfulness. We enjoy our pleasures. We live to sometimes partake of them. You know, it's amazing sometimes if you think about it, that so many pleasurable things can be sinful. And maybe that's not a coincidence. Maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. Not to get us to sin, just the opposite, but to get us to struggle with those temptations and by the grace of God, overcome that sin. When we live in our sinfulness, when we go from sin to sin, pleasure to pleasure, we are not bearing good fruit. And the outside of our fruit becomes a bit rotten as well. Sometimes our fruit is selfish. We hold on to it. We hoard it. We harvest it and we keep it for and to ourselves. We don't want to share it with others. We say it's ours. We earned it. We're going to keep it. And when we're doing this, our fruit may be good, but it's not good if we keep it to ourselves. And it becomes eventually something that rottens when it is not completely used. We are called to be good fruit. And if we are to be good fruit, we must be loving fruit, fruit that shows the love of Christ and how everyone, everyone is of value. We must be obedient fruit, doing what Christ tells us to do, doing things his way, not our way. And we must be giving fruit, being willing to give of ourselves, even and especially when it hurts is difficult or challenging. We are called to give, give, give of ourselves. And you may ask, how are we supposed to become good fruit? Well, it's pretty simple. We must be rooted in the good soil. What is that? Our faith and commitment to love Christ. Christ is the good soil. And when we are rooted in that good soil, when our lives are about serving and loving him, we can bear good fruit. When we are watered by the Holy Spirit, that we take time in prayer, where we take time to read the Bible, where we take time to spend with Jesus Christ. When we do that, we can indeed bear good fruit. And we also need to be pruned. We need to let go of the things that get in the way that create us from being the good fruit that God calls us to be. Whether that's a sin, whether that's a temptation, whether that's our own self-centeredness, whatever it may be, we must ask God's blessing and grace to prune us so that we may be able truly to bear good fruit. My brothers and sisters, we are followers of the Lord. We are called to live our lives in service to him. If we are to be and bear good fruit in his name, we must live our lives for him, not for ourselves. We must bear our crosses for him. 
and we must be willing to do his will so that our tree, watered, rooted, and pruned, may indeed bear good fruit, and that we may be the disciples and the followers of Christ that he calls each of us to be. Well, we've come to the end of the end, the end of our final episode, episode 85 of the Living the Catholic Faith podcast. I want to thank all of you who have been listening, particularly Jim, who's now on my, his, my second podcast, his second podcast that I've done. The first one was Living, was What is Truth? Now, Living the Catholic Faith. So as I wrap up this podcast and extend God's blessing upon you, I just want to say thank you for listening. I hope for praying for this podcast. You know, I don't think it's been a failure because I don't know when you try to bear good fruit in the Lord if there can be such a thing where two or more are gathered in his name. And we've certainly fulfilled that together, my brothers and sisters. But I think it's time to move on to something else. I don't know what that is, but I want it to be something that is from the Spirit, that inspires me. So maybe through the Spirit, it will inspire you. So I'm going to spend this time with no podcast discerning what is next. What is God calling the next podcast to be? I think there is going to be a next podcast. I don't know when. I don't know what. Um, Jim, if you're listening, I will email you, assuming I still have it, your email, I hope so, uh, when it's up and running. I don't know when that will happen. But I'm pray for me, please, that whatever the next one is, that it will be truly inspired by the Spirit and be one, you know, it's not going to be big, and that's okay, but that it is able to attract a consistent listenership of people who are committed to following Christ, committed to using the podcast in aiding in that spiritual journey. So my brothers and sisters, till next time, whatever that means, please bow your heads and pray for God's blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. And may Almighty God bless you all, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My brothers and sisters, do not ever be faint of heart. Do not ever give up. Do not ever despair. And continue every day, in good times and in bad, to bear our crosses, to follow God's will, and continue to live our journey in living the Catholic faith.